Welcome everyone to episode six of the Daddy Sharps podcast. I'm Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And this week, we've got a new round of best bets in college and NFL to share with you. Then later in this week's deep dive, you know the song. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. We're going to discuss the best moves to make on other games. Hold them, fold them, walk away, or run. More picks, baby. I'm looking forward to that one a lot. That's going to be a lot of fun. But first... John, as we're coming to the end of the college football season, I think a little celebration is in order, sir. I completely agree with you. Accuracy of our college football best bets. For our best bets on college, including last week, get this, we are 14 for 22. That's like 63% accuracy. 63%. I love it. That's that's unheard of. It's great. <laughs> if you bet a hundred dollar unit on all of our bets, you would have made a total of two thousand six hundred and seventy-two dollars. That's almost seven hundred dollars in just six weeks and just pure profit. You can't even get that on the stock market, my friend. No, you can't. It is time for us after this podcast to find a cake and we will celebrate, John. I like it. All right. I like it. Before we get there, though. Let's recap our best bets from last week. I will kick things off. University of Central Florida at Tulane. You know, I went back to back on Central Florida. Uh, I took them over Memphis the week before, you might remember. And last week, the data loved them over Tulane up to three points. The Knights ended up beating the Green Wave by seven to have a chance to win the AAC. Fantastic win there. And then Notre Dame Navy. How can we ever bet against the midshipmen to cover again? How can we do it, John? We can't. These are your boys. These are your boys right here. And they did it without their second string quarterback. They lost another quarterback in the game, but they refused to quit. They always refused to quit. Notre Dame was doing everything at the end of the game just to get off the field and go home. Not only did Navy cover 16 and a half, John, they made Notre Dame chip paint with a rubber mallet. They made them marry the captain's daughter. Ah, you, like, you like those Navy references? You like that? I like it. You I like, like it. it. They lost that game by a field goal, my man. Another winner. Unreal. Oh, Navy. I like that. It was a great bet. You were writing Navy for a while now, so I, I love that bet. More uh, time in the podcast on Navy. Let's, let's go to a little bad news, Luke. Louisiana okay. Tech plus 18 and a half at UTSA. This got ugly before the kickoff. The starting quarterback was scratched. Late scratch. Nobody knew it. UTSA rolls 51 to 7. Hey, but the good news is I was covering in the first quarter. Let's just say I learned my lesson. So stay tuned for that one. New Mexico Ooh. Air Force. This, I followed your military lead, my friend. I went military just like you, and Air Force rewarded me. This was my favorite bet of the week. They covered, they won 35 to 3, jumped to an early 14 to 0 lead, and one of those easy covers again. And when I was watching the game, I couldn't believe it. I broke down the stats afterwards. This is funny. Air Force quarterback actually went two for two for passing that day, 41 yards and a touchdown. Still one. <laughs> Crazy, right? Air Force. Only Air Force, baby. That's incredible. Hey, to the NFL now. All right, so I may or may not have taken the Browns plus four at Miami. I say that because I refuse to remember it. I don't remember this better <laughs> I at all. do not recall. I do not recall. I don't do recall. not pull up the tape. Because we were so wrong. God, that was just bad. <laughs> Miami crushed the Browns. 
Hey, good news though, it, it, you know, for betting reasons too. Watson is practicing with the Browns this week. Just started practice. A lot of upside for the Browns from here on out. And now Colts at Las Vegas. Before Jeff Saturday was named the Colts coach, did you see this? He actually tweeted out as an analyst, "The Raiders suck." I did and, see and then that. He, <laughs> and then he was named coach or consultant or whatever he is, and he consulted them, he coached them, whatever he did to cover as the road dog. He actually beat the Raiders. Reports are that the Raiders, did you hear this? Like it was the other day or something. They would fire McDaniels if they could, but they don't have the money to pay him out. Yep. They'd get yep. rid of him. We can't <laughs> afford it. And your fantasy, our running back, had a huge game. Finally. Finally. Yeah. Finally. finally. You were due on there on that one, and another best bet winner for us. So that was that, that was a bet that when we broke it down, when you broke it down and you brought it to the podcast, I was scratching my head, and I'm glad I took it. <laughs> All right, let's go to the. Uh, let's just say I want to bury my head, Luke. After my NFL week, I went zero and two in the NFL this week. Lions at Bears minus two and a half. I love the number two and a half. I love the Justin Fields running. I love the weak Lions defense, and it was the Lions D that broke my heart. They get a pick six and crush my bet. Bears lose 31 to 30. Horrible. I had a very bad feeling after that. And then I had Sunday night football to pull us out, Luke. Chargers at 49ers minus seven. Chargers are injured, injured all over the place. Robbie Gould, are you serious? Missed extra point. They win by six. I lose the push. I just don't know what to say after a loss like that, my friend. It was it was heartbreaking. Oh, and let's not even mention the end of the game where they were on the goal line and decided to just kick a field goal. Awesome. <laughs> How many times what? did we tweet to each other during that game? Ah, we got this. No, no, no problem. No, no problem. We got this. Thank got God this. I'm a glass half full guy because I'm ready to come back reloaded with new bets for this week, my friend. New let's bets. Do it. Let's start off with the NCAA here. I am going, as I as I alluded to earlier, I am going to learn my lesson. UTSA minus 12 and a half at Rice. I am going with the Roadrunners here. This is a real team. UTSA is playing for something. Some beat reporters down there are saying that they're going to win. If they win this game, the Roadrunners could be ranked in the top 25. In this series, UTSA has won the last five straight against Rice, including last year, 45 to nothing shutout. UTSA is 4-2 and two against the spread over Rice in those past six years. UTSA is led by a dual-threat quarterback who's got 27 touchdowns scored on the year, and their Rice trigger man has 14 picks on the year. He's a turnover machine, and you know how much I love that for my spreads. I took love a deeper them. look, too, at UTSA in conference games. They've already beaten the top three teams by an average margin of a victory of four. And uh, these teams have great offenses and some pretty decent defenses against lesser teams in the conference. All the other conference games they played, they're beating their competition by an average of 26 points a game. Take the Roadrunners minus 12 and a half. Rice is not as good as who they played. I love this bet. Yeah, you do. You've been talking to me about it all day today, and I love it, too. My college picks, I'm going to start off Houston at East Carolina, East Carolina land five and a half points at home. The over under in this game, 67 and a half on paper, ECU should have the edge here. No problem. And I'm going to tell you why they don't and why I don't care. ECU (laughs) is the more balanced team on offense. They're like 44th in points scored per game on defense. They're 45th in points allowed per game. 
For the Cougs, they're ranked 27th on offense. Pretty good, right? However, they're in the bottom 25 in total defense. Their turnover differential, here you go again, your favorite stat. I love that stat. Minus seven. Minus seven. Mm. The Pirates, John, plus seven. Oh, we got a, we got a plus 14 differential there, my friend. And I don't care. I don't care. This game is is pure data for me. The data, the models, they our models rank Houston much better than what this looks like. I'm leaning into our 14 and 22 record. Let me say that again. I'm going to lean into our 14 and 22 <laughs> record for best bets in college football. My best bet, I like the Cougars at plus five and a half, but maybe wait on this one. Buy the game, buy it on game day to see if you can get a better number like six or six and a half. Love it. Love it. Uh, Luke, I'm going back to an old friend of mine, an old buddy, Colorado State at Air Force minus 21 and a half. But with a twist, my best bet here, Colorado State plus 21 and a half. First time in this podcast, I'm taking my own school, the Colorado State Rams. We all know how dangerous Air Force is. Number one rushing team in the country. Last five years, Air Force has beat CSU every time. Closer look at the data, though. They're only winning by a margin of 11. Both these schools are in Colorado, so it's kind of a rivalry game here, even though the Rams haven't won in five years. The Rams can play them tough. Air Force, not exactly a cover machine, going two and four against the spread in the last six. My data data says in this one, Air Force is going to win by 19. So that 21 and a half, I love that half point. I'm taking the Rams, 21 and a half, best bet. Yep, got to love the hook. Always take that hook. You know, we talked about Navy a little bit. As much as I want to make Navy a best bet for a third week in a row. They're hot. I think think the ship has sailed. I just, I got got that feeling, (laughs) man. I got that feeling. Another boat reference. Who is this guy? Ahoy, matey. I, I don't, I don't, I'm running out of them. And I think the Navy's running out of them too. Look, I'm, I'm turning to the Cincinnati Bearcats, minus 17 at Temple. The over under in this game, 15 and a half. I think the Owls actually covered this game, John, and, and so does the data. But I'm going to look at the over under here instead. Look, Temple has been clicking lately in the end of their season, and they're at home. You know, they put up 533 yards against Houston last week, and they, and they covered that game, minus 20. I still like Houston, still like Houston ECU, but, you know, Temple is, is clicking here. Their passing defense is a top 15. That, that's pretty good. And they put up an average 21 points per game. For the Bearcats, they put up a 32 point, uh, points per, per game on average. The Owls are 4-0 against the spread in their last four games. The Bearcats are 0-5-1 against the spread in their last six games. I put those stats out because I think the Owls, again, I think they cover here, plus 17, but – Let's make it a lot easier than that. Let's make the best bet here. Take the over 50 and a half. Oh, nice. We haven't seen an over in a little while, so I like it. I like it, sir. Dun, 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 dun. We're on to the NFL bets. We're going back. And I'm going back to an old friend that I like a lot. Detroit at the New York Giants, minus three. Favorite bet here, New York Giants, minus three. The Giants have become the story of the year, and their coach is a leading candidate for the coach of the year. Barkley's back, 65 yards short of a 1,000-yard rushing season. And what better defense to get it against than the 31-ranked rush defense of the Detroit Lions? And I know you're waiting for it, Luke. I'm going to do it. Meow. I'm going to say that these guys are going to roll over again like a little kitty. The Lions D also has trouble with rushing quarterbacks, which Daniel Jones has shown he can do when the turf does not trip him up. So, Luke, the experts say 
the sign of a good, well-coached team is they can win the close ones. The Giants are 7-1 in games decided by eight points or less this year. The Giants are cover machines. They're at home where they're 4-1 against the spread. My data says the Giants are going to win this baby by six. We're stealing by getting the G-Men at minus three. Take the G-Men. And you, uh, we, who thought we would be talking about them like this? I have no words, right? you know? I mean, right? coach of the year? <laughs> that guy was a laughing stock. Come on. Yes. It's good. Unreal. It's good. I cannot wait to see that game. Speaking of numbers, you know, I, I kind of I, I I went I went over this one. I, I looked at it and nah, I passed and I came back to it, looked again. I, Jets at Patriots. Patriots favored by three in this game. The over under 38. The last time these teams played down in New Jersey, Jets home game, the Patriots were favored by three and they covered Belichick. We, Belichick, we were saying back then he loves the scheme against young quarterbacks and he's going to do it again this week. Mm hmm. Injuries are also going to play a factor in this game. The Patriots have several players who are questionable right now, but the Jets might be missing two offensive linemen. Dwayne Brown, former Seahawk, one of them, and and, and one of their guards is out with injury right now. Coaches say they're, they're confident they, they may play, but are they going to play hurt? You know, I mean, that's that's where the that's where the games are won or lost, right there in the lines. And then yep. I love this, and this is the deciding factor for me. While both teams are close on paper, uh, the Jets are fifth worst on third down conversions with a 33.6% conversion rate. That is enough for me. My best bet in this game, the Patriots will cover minus three, John. That's a that's a tight division too. Very important game. I like Belichick in big games. My next bet, I'm going Carolina, Baltimore, minus 11 and a half. The total score is 43 right now. My best bet, over 43. The last three games for the Carolina Panthers have an average score of 55 points. Foreman, their running back, has heated up. He came from the Tennessee Titans. He looks like a miniature Derrick Henry out there. He's just killing it. And Baker Mayfield, they're actually putting in as a starting quarterback this week. I actually think that's an upgrade over P.J. Walker. The last three games for Baltimore, the Ravens have averaged 44 points a game, which is pretty average. I think the average score this year is somewhere around 43. Now, the Ravens have hit a lot of unders this year, and the market's reacting. They are actually hitting 2-1 and one when the total points are between 42 and 45 and a half. They're actually hitting the over. This is sitting nicely in that spot at 43. Plus, we all know how important this guy is. They get Mark Andrews back this week, and his that's the number one target in the red zone. He's the number one target for Lamar Jackson. I love that addition. Plus, you get Gus the Bus Edwards back for this game. My best bet here, over 43. Nice one. I love it. Washington Commanders is my next uh, game at the Houston Texans. The Commanders favored by three in this game. The over-under 40 and a half. The Commanders are coming off that big upset win over the Eagles. But it's a short week for them. After a game that they they really you know pushed it to win, Heineke I, it looks like he's getting the start again. If I'm right, uh, he is he a real quarterback? Is he real for this team? Is he the guy, or is this the game where the Commanders come back down to earth? I think they come back down to earth on this one. On the other side, though, the Texans are just not a good team, right? But even bad teams win at least a handful of games a season. Uh, I'm laying off the spread in this one. The Texans have hit. The over just four times this year, and the commanders have also hit the over just four times this year. My best bet in this game, you're going to want to take the under 40 and a half. All right, John, time to move on 
to this week's deep dive as we look at other games on our radars and we ask each other the questions, do we hold them? Do we fold them? Do we walk away or do we run? So I'm going to start us off. I'm going to start us off. Navy at Central Florida, minus 16 to the Knights, the over-under 53 in this game. For the spread, John, the Knights average almost 40 points per game and allow only 124 rushing yards per game. Navy will most likely start their third-string quarterback for the total. Well, this is finished under in the Bearcat. Total has finished under in the Bearcats' last five home games. It's finished under for Navy's last six of eight games on the road. Look, if you're if you're betting Navy and you have been the last three games to cover, you're playing with house money right now. So there's something to be said about riding that wave and betting Navy to cover again. But it's a gamble, right? Mm-hmm. So let's play the game. All right, Luke. So what are you going to do about the spread? You hold them, fold them, walk away, or run? Fold them. It just it just can't happen again. I'm folding them up, man. Can't happen what? again. I yeah. I, I just I'm not riding Navy. I, on the I, midshipman. I am. I am. Maybe it's a mistake, but it's my mistake. Man over the over under. Man overboard. <laughs> and what man about over the over under here? Hold them. I think in this them, one, walk away or run, baby. I'm holding. I'm gonna hold them. This is a defensive Ooh. game. Central Florida has a has a great offense, and they also. Uh, you know, they got a great defense, too, and they're not going to let Navy run on them like uh, they usually run on other teams like Notre Dame last week. So there you go. All right, John, kick us I off like the next it. one. I am going with the Hilltoppers. I like Western Kentucky University at Auburn this week. Uh, very interesting matchup. Uh, Auburn's favored minus six and a half. And my best bet, I like Western Kentucky plus six and a half. Sir, I got a feeling here. I think it's worth a small play. Western Kentucky is a very good team, one of the best in Conference USA. Auburn is a Southeast Conference bottom fever, beef feeder, who has a major problem with turnovers. The quarterback is a turnover machine, and they can't cover spreads outside of the conference. They actually played San Jose State University, who I brought up a couple weeks ago in a podcast. Uh, They're a Mountain West team known for their defense. These guys were favored by a huge amount, and they only won 24 to 16. So I really like Western Kentucky in this game. Ask me the question, Luke. Give me the question. What am I going to do with this team? You love the spread in this one. So on the spread, are you going to, John, hold them? You're going to fold them? You're going to walk away? Or are you going to run? I'm going to hold them. And you know what? You know what? My data says they're – the spread here is wrong by two touchdowns. I would actually go all in Western Kentucky money line, baby. All in for a small, all right. For a small, all right. All right. (laughs) I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Maybe just one unit. Yeah. Let's turn to the NFL Eagles at the Colts Eagles favored by seven. The over under in this one, 44 and a half. Look, the line started like really early on at, at plus nine. And then it dipped down to plus eight. I, I, it went down to six and a half and is back up to seven for me, at least. Eagles are coming off a rough performance against the commanders. They, they didn't look great. And, you know, there's partially because, you know, they got a lot of players limited in practice, a lot of players putting out. And it, it's tough to stay undefeated, man. Devonta Smith, A.J. Brown, Hassan Reddick, Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, Dallas Goddard's on IR right now. I mean, That's you scary. hope all those guys play. For the yeah. Colts, Jonathan Taylor is back. Oh. Back. 
Your fantasy running back is back, John. Beautiful. Beautiful. And so what do you Matty think? Ice is well, well Matty Ice is back at QB too. And it and a new coach breathing in new life into this team. Yeah, there you go. There's the data. So ask me the question. What are you gonna do here? Hold them, fold them, walk away, or run. I know when to run, John. <laughs> run as fast as you can away from this game. After the Eagles, after the Eagles, I, I minus seven. I I don't know. Are, are they? I don't know. The Colts at home have they really just kind of got things together? And are they going to be the Colts they were supposed to be? I don't know. I get like it. it. I, get I, it. I, I did not running. see that ending that way. Yeah, you didn't. Oh, I'm running, man. <laughs> Run away. Run away fast. Lived lived to bet another day. Yes, yes. All right, so here we are. Louisiana Tech minus three at Charlotte, 64 and a half total. This is another game where turnovers are going to be key. Louisiana Tech has the best wide receiver in Conference USA, and I do think he's going to go off in this one against one of the worst defenses in the country. Louisiana Tech has major QB issues, as I've noted earlier in the podcast. They actually rotate through three each week. This week, they get their best quarterback back. <sighs> Luke, give me the question on the spread here. I'll address uh, that spread, part first. On the spread. And then I want to hear your over-under, but on the spread, John, are you going to hold him? Are you going to fold him? Walk away? Or are you going to run? I'm going to walk away, sir. I don't oh. like it. I'm, I'm going to slowly walk away because as bad as Charlotte's defense is, Louisiana, Texas is just as bad. I'm walking away. I can't even trust them to cover three at this so, point. So you're 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 walking away, but you look kind of looking back, or you just kind of is it like oh I, I you know maybe or just you're gone. I I'm walking away, but there's another reason I'm looking back at the table. Ask me about the over under here. The over under, John. Are you gonna hold them? Are you gonna fold them? Are you gonna walk away, or are you gonna run? We got two horrible defenses and an excellent wide receiver that could be an NFL prospect at some point. I love the over here, and I'm going to hold them for the over. Nice. Nice. Yes. Raiders at the Broncos. Your team, Russell oh. Wilson. Maybe I'm not Russell so Wilson, excited. but your team. But your team. <laughs> Broncos favored by three in this one. Over under 41 and a half. It might be a little high. I'm not sure. Um, Raiders are bad. They're they're really, really bad. Like, they <laughs> yes. are breaking. they are breaking apart. We told you about those reports that – Josh McDaniels, uh, they, they'd fire him if they could, but they can't afford the contract. But I, I wanted to ask you about this too, though. Russell Wilson is is, is not playing well. He's a good quarterback. Uh, but the stories that were out this week are saying that he's been calling out audibles from the Seahawks and, and like players on the line are confused. I don't even know what he's talking about. Have you been, you've heard that. Oh, yeah. So the, the temperature here is it's not Russell, it's the coach. Ooh. That's what they're that's saying. Interesting. Yep, yep. That's yeah. that's what the fans are saying here. You know, we talked about that last week too, didn't we? Like that's yeah. one Russell Wilson out that he has that that uh, he he can play the way he's playing, but yeah. he's got one he's got one person who can can hang for it, and that's the coach. And then yeah. after that, he, he's out. He's got he's got to perform. It's got to be the right. You know, he's got he's got to do something. He's got to prove it. Yeah. So what do you what are you looking at in the spread in this game, Luke? Are you gonna hold them, well, the, fold them, walk away, or run, baby? Yeah, you know what, dude? Uh, on the spread, I like Denver's D, man. Broncos at home. I'm gonna hold them. I'm gonna hold them. This is a big game for Russell, and and I think he covers, man. I really do. I like the Broncos minus three here. Call me crazy. 
I like that. I like. I don't that think best. I have anything on the overrun of this, and so I'm just not gonna. I'm just gonna walk away. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm other game you. that we've been looking at. The other game we've been looking at. Uh, I can't wait for you to talk about this one. The, the, this... the Rams at the Saints. This has been a real interesting game for me and you. At one point, you were going to put it in a podcast as one of your bets. At another point, I was going to put it in a podcast as one of my bets. The Los Angeles Rams plus three at the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Yes, there's no Cooper Cup, but they are getting Stafford back. Uh, They haven't looked good. This is a Super Bowl champion team. They still got a good roster. For me, as we talked about before on this podcast, Stafford's a very tough quarterback to bet due to his turnovers, but this is actually the only team that turns it over worse than he does. Minus 12 in turnover differential on the year for the Saints. So I'm looking right. at the spread. It was right. at plus three at one point, plus uh-huh. four at another one. Now it's yeah. at plus three. I loved it at plus four. So at so plus three, what are you doing? Are you going to hold them, fold them? Are you going to walk away, John, or are you going to run? I'm running away. Running away, oh. sir. There's too much indecision. <laughs> Me and you couldn't come up with it. Uh, there's just bad juju on this game. Running away. I'll I'll look at the box score later. <laughs> Save yeah, my money for another much, game. Uh, as much as I want to hold, try to find something to hold on to in this game, just can't find it. Just can't yeah. find it. No, no. And we haven't Teams seen what Stafford's like without Cooper Cup. Yeah. The last game that Stafford was in, he completed 12 passes. Nine of them were to Cooper Cup. (laughs) Well, guess what? We're about to find out. We're about to find out what it's like without Cooper Cup. And and I can I can wait one more week to uh to bet on it. Time to recap our best bets of the week. And Luke, I'm going back to an old friend, Colorado State. I'm betting with my old school. Give me Colorado State plus 21 and a half over Air Force. My research says. This spread's way too big. Air Force is going to win by 19. I love the Rams in that game. UTSA, the Roadrunners, I'm on them again. Minus 12 and a half. They have a lot to play for this week. Some are saying if they win, they get a top 25 spot in the rankings. Give me the Roadrunners for the third week in a row. Minus 12 and a half. I'll give you 100 bucks right now if you can sing your alma mater's fight song, Colorado State. So anyways, the Roadrunners are fantastic, and <laughs> I can't sing mine Not either, man. Gonna I don't happen, even sir. know. Not going to happen. I don't even know. I don't know mine either. <laughs> Speaking of Texas, Houston, baby. Houston at ECU. ECU land five and a half. I like the road dog in this one. Pure data bet. Pure data. Houston has something to prove. My best bet, Cougars, plus five and a half, but... Man, it'd be a lot better, and I'd wait until game day, and all those alums from ECU, all those old pirates, put laying money on their pirates, their <laughs> gold and purple. Maybe you can get it at six. Maybe it's six and a half. I love that bet. Cincinnati, minus 17 at Temple. Over-under in this game, 50 and a half. Temple coming on strong at the end of the season. The Bearcats are scoring less than their average in the last three games, but this is Temple. Don't let that scare you. Look, I think, and the data thinks that Temple covers this game plus 17, but the Bearcats are going to win. And my best bet is the over 50 and a half. Love it. Now we go to the NFL. I am getting my revenge this week. I went 0-2 last week. This week I'm coming for blood and I'm going back to a team that hasn't done me wrong all year. 
Give me the G-Man, the New York Giants minus three. The experts say the sign of a good team, a well-coached team, there's that that can win the close games. The Giants seven and one in those games. They're not going to need it. Saquon Barkley's going to get his thousand yards. He's going to run all over this defense. Meow. Give me the Giants, baby. My data says the Giants are going to win by six. We're stealing from the book at minus three. Yeah, we 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 might be, but let, let's back up a little bit with your 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 kitten defense here as well. Well coached team, quarterback of the future, Saquon. You're only saying that because I mean, the beginning of the season, the coach was on the chopping block, the quarterback was horrible. He was going to be cut, and you're only saying Saquon because he's on your fantasy team. Uh, he's an amazing running back, and I knew I have a crystal ball. <laughs> My other bet, not quite as scrumptious, but still a good bet. Carolina at Baltimore, 43 total points. I love the over here. Uh, Carolina can score with this newfound running back, Derrick Henry 2.0, the old backup now playing for the Panthers. And I actually think Baltimore can score with Mark Andrews back in the lineup, might be able to score 43 by themselves in this game. And I do love the fact that Baker Mayfield starting the game, taking it back over for P.J. Walker. Give me Baltimore over 43. Yeah, I like that bet. And I'll be honest, I love the G-Men, too. I love that bet, too. And I'm just poking the, poking the How dare you? <laughs> okay, we're moving on. The commanders. Your commanders. Land <laughs> three at the Houston Texans. Uh, you know, both teams are horrible. I was, I was going to dive into data. They, they just suck. Both teams are just horrible. But which one is worse? I think, I think the commanders fall back down to earth on this one. But the big data points for me are the over-unders. The Texans have hit the over just four times this year. Same with the Commanders, just four times this year. My best bet in this one, take the under 40 and a half. They're not going to come anywhere near that. My next best bet, recap, Jets at the Patriots. Patriots, uh, Patriots favored by three in this one. The last time they played, they were favored by three and they covered. Belichick is a genius. He is going to scheme against this young quarterback and destroy them and this new coach and destroy him too. The conversion rate is what got me on third down. The Jets are fifth worst. You can call them evenly matched in every other department, but, you know, third down conversions, they, that matters. And for me, that's enough. Best bet in this game. The Patriots to cover minus three. Love John. it. John. Uh-oh. Sadness now. It's Uh-oh. Sadness. But be uh. happy. You know, be, be happy that it happened. That's Don't true. be sad that it's over. Be happy that it happened. But unfortunately, that does do it for the – daddy sharps podcast this week remember everyone always gamble responsibly please and within your means and the bets we share are based on our own research we don't always win and be sure to check us out on social media look for daddy sharps on facebook and at daddy sharps on instagram and twitter we will be back next week with all of our best bets and much more we sure will but john first who is your daddy we are Stay sharper.